so what's up droplets uh that's what i call you if you listen to this podcast um anyways so uh today i'm gonna be doing my next chapter this is gonna be brand new um this band i've known for quite some time um and if you want to follow along like if you want to listen to some music later um you can go to Spotify, it's where I've made the list, and if you just type in liquid, that's L-I-Q-U, so L-I-Q-U-I-D-E, and then S-E-S, and it'll pull up like, my top result is the one that I've listened to a lot, so this is my current playlist that I'm listening to right now, um, and so... There's a bunch of random stuff on there from pop to pop hardcore to some harder stuff and then some pop stuff. So, um, yeah. And then at the end, I put all these ones together because I'm just listening to these and then it, you know, goes to the top. But right now it's uh, our last night. Um, there's Havana. And that's a picture right there. And then water parks. And then underrated band called 888 you might have heard them on the radio but they should be getting more radio play um there's just a lot of fun and they're really cool i met them in provo at the velour and let's see too close to touch they just came out with some new singles and then churches um came out with a single as well so you can follow me on there but what we're gonna go do is we're just gonna do this and you can come over here on the right side and it says playlist like when you've typed it in you hit see all and then these are all the ones i've done so we're going to check out brand new right here and so i started out with out of range and so right now i'm going to listen to it a little bit um just my right ear while i'm talking um how's how's when i do this i guess now just because um it's just yeah it's sort of weird just talking in your room alone but whatever um gotta get it done but this is a sweet song uh it's like an older demo but what we're gonna do now is we're gonna hit up um use whatever internet explorer safari google chrome i use that so we're gonna go liquidsessions.com type it out again so it's l-i-q-u i d e s e s s i o n s dot com and go here um we're gonna hit a pictography and then we're gonna scroll down to the bottom and we're gonna hit brand new this picture right here for the people that are watching on youtube um i was like front row like that's as close as you could get i was on the left side so stage right and um yeah it was cool so we'll talk about that so click on this um and this is brand new and so i did this on monday january 19th 2014 at 9:44 p.m in avon colorado and avon is right next to vale actually used to be a part of Vail, and then um people started buying the actual mountain and they got split and people own different parts of the mountain it's really interesting um <clears throat> anyway so 
this picture right here is just a little logo I've done. This is my logo and brand new. I've always liked to use the and sign um, for the A-N-D and then N-E-W. So B, like, yeah. Um, so I was, at this time, I was trying to figure out exactly how I wanted to make, to make this. And so, um, I started, you know, different things just playing around and I wrote a lot of this in real time, if not all of it. And like, I went back and edited it. So that part wasn't really real time. And some other chapters I like wanted to put something in there and I forgot. So I just gave it more body and depth. Um, but you know, I'm human. I try to do the best I could. So if some of the things are wrong, it's just what I'd researched or heard, you know, um, before I guess we were all flooded with a bunch of information. So my favorite album, uh, they were all, and then the reason I put was, you can't ask me that, they're like my favorite band. So um, hashtags, people are following along. It's part of a game and puzzle that I'm doing, um, but it won't happen for a little bit until I get some following or I blow up and get a huge following then I'll start sooner you know I'll be giving away gift cards you know hopefully like once I get more money like iPads or something cool like concert tickets to different things like that so um <clears throat> that's what I plan to do you know it's fun giving things away um you feel good about it plus like it's just yeah it's cool because you've made someone's day you've helped them out like I've been given things and blessed with lots of things um from people and you know it's a great feeling for the other person you know who knows what it spawn you know um part of this equipment i got uh you know from someone that had donated it like they donated some money and i got this a while ago i just haven't um i just released like this book or whatever that i have right here and so We'll get talking with that right now. Um, so the current song that I was listening to when I wrote this was on uh, Deja Entity. And the um, hashtag that I put was good to know that if I ever want attention, all I have to do is die. And so that song is pretty interesting. It's pretty powerful. Um so let's see here i'm gonna go and check that out really quick right now so let's see it's right here and we'll check that out listen to that but um anyways yeah let's see here jump back to this so how do you even start this particular fucking chapter how do i explain out of the thousands upon thousands of artists out there brand new is my favorite readers you gotta understand like this is a hard 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 fucking chapter of top 10 ish i've been contemplating this answer these chapters for not days or months but years and so these this is like my favorite band as far as 
like old school, like what I grew up with. Um, cause everyone's like, well, you just said 21 Pilots was your favorite band. Yeah. So they've overall been my favorite band just cause of how, um, you know, my, I myself was introduced to them as, that was on my previous podcast. And so just that way, like how, um, yeah, I was introduced to them. Brand new is, uh, definitely up there and you know, like, if I really had to pick, like, I probably would take Brand New, you know, as far as my old favorite band and then just my overall favorite band. Like, they're, just because all their albums are different and they're crazy and they have more than 21 Pilots at this point, you know, so I had to put those parameters in there. So if I had to put my own parameters, yeah, it'd be Brand New. So you have to understand that these particular artists have um have been there not only musically but on a personal level like emotionally spiritually um well artists have spoken to me through not just instruments but lyrics voice morality progression or evolving as an artist uh they leave you in awe at every concert and you pray and hope for a new album daily even right after one comes out shit like that it was an intense decision needless to say can you blame me i want more more importantly that i have to fbto which means fanboyed the fuck out of uh this with a side note of chills every time i heard them yes that happens for myself in particular songs for many artists i usually have a certain flashback a memory burn i like to say I will say a lot of things and uh, simply contemplating my top 10 has almost been, it almost has to be by time period. Damn, this is going to be hard. Got to set parameters. I love music. So um, I did set these parameters um, on my about page and you can read about that, like how I did that. And so I put those in here um, because when, I was thinking about this. I was making a list. And so, okay, I think I've got it. The reason for the top 10 and three underrated bands were based on factors I had to make because there's so many fucking great artists. This included, but not limited to, one, not a super well-known artist by the scene and mainstream. And then I have a little tick mark over here, like a check mark. Not explain that at the end. Um, you know, so I didn't put it in Panic at the Disco, Fall Out Boy, My Chemical Romance, Pierce the Veil, The 1975, Under Oath, The Killers, The Neighborhood, Bring Me the Horizon, Jimmy Eat World, Crown the Empire, Blink-182, Day to Remember, etc. And then, like, main, super mainstream artists, um, like Eminem, Kendrick Lamar, Beyonce, Justin Bieber, Skrillex, Lenny Gomez, The Weeknd, Taylor Swift, Mariah Carey, Boys and Men, etc. So I didn't put in like those artists because you know they would have taken they would have taken it up. I had to think a little outside the box. And yeah, some of you are like, oh well, you know, Torn Pilots and um, you know Foo Fighters are in there and Paramore. All these bands are known by the scene, but they don't know like the background of how they are. Like they're not like I flip on the radio and they're on. And if that makes sense, like, it's like that sort of, 
So, um, let's see here. Two, affected me personally, but that is sort of now reason five because all music affects me personally. I can find something in almost every song I listen to, and that's a fuck ton. And then that one has a whole, uh, tick as well next to it. Um, classics are out because they would take up half the list, and that one has a tick. And so, um, like classic bands like Queen, Jimi Hendrix, Prince, Led Zeppelin, Beastie Boys, Pink Floyd, The Beatles, Michael Jackson, Metallica, The Who, Van Halen, Santana, Aerosmith, Tupac Shakur, etc. And that's not even the ones you're bitching about in your head, you know, right now. Um, I could have had a few of them on that overall scene or mainstream or if they're a classic cult. Um, so now let's make it a challenge. They have to have been formed in my lifetime. So any of the bands that weren't formed in my lifetime, so 1984 and back, um, you know, I I put that in there as well. Um, so a little harder now, at least three full consecutive albums. So that means like consecutive ones, um, not really EPs unless they tie together. Um, a lot of bands are actually starting to do that. It's pretty awesome. Um, but Emery to me was one of the first bands that started to actually really do that. And they're actually in, um, my top 10. So, um, and that was of, as September, 2014. And so I was going to just use that date, but then I decided to extend it until the end of the year of 2014. You know, that just make more sense. And then, um, also, uh, they couldn't have an extended hiatus. That one has a tick mark. And then five was etc. Because, I mean, I could think of a lot more reasons of different things of what I could and couldn't do. You know, I had to make it a challenge because there seriously are so many bands. Like, I love music a lot. And they all have their um, way that they've affected me personally. Like, whether I listen to that album, like, nonstop during a breakup. Or maybe... I listened to that for a whole summer, you know, back in the day, or, like, even now. And so, um, those little tick marks that I have on there for people that are following online, um, one was just the check mark looking one is for Wikipedia. And then, um, number five was if nostalgia and already a love of the artist, you know, um, some of the rules were excluded for, for some of them. And so, on to the song. Didn't know that if I ever want attention, all I have to do is die. Is one of, um, was the one that was random. Is one of my favorites. And then hashtag IMI, in my interpretation. I think it's talking about the recording industry. And it was their first actual label uh, with... Razor and Tie slash Triple Crown Records. They know, <coughs> they know, understood. They now, that should be now know. They now knew, that should be new. Sorry, guys. I'm like, I think I read that weird. They now knew that, um, they understood that they were signing a contract. They became a product of these labels, a weird type of inner politics of entertainment. Do they sit quiet, quietly and comatose while the label has nooses around their necks? But in the end, brand new will do, ever, uh, do whatever the fuck they want. I don't know. 
starting this off, I'm going to flip it back and reverse it in my personal timeline of this particular speechless band. So, brand new, uh, Manchester Orchestra had a concert together, and this was on January 29th, 2010. And this was at the Salt House Convention Center in Salt Lake City, Utah. And so, um, this place is huge, like, it's ginormous. I don't know, like, how big it is, but, um, let's see here. People are following along. Let's just check it out. How big is the Salt Palace in Salt Lake City? So let's see the Salt Palace here. So the capacity can hold. Oh, that was an arena? That was demolished, huh? I didn't know they had one that was demolished. That's crazy. I didn't live here during then. Um, let's just go to Wikipedia here and see. Oh, so it was demolished and it came back. So the construction cost of this was $93 million. Jesus Christ, that's a lot of money. But it's ginormous. It's pretty cool to have a picture of it right here. You know, it has a cylinder that goes up and it has like little um, archway pillars that go, you know, different zigzags and pull out. But I was just trying to see like how many square foot it is. Maybe I missed it. Does it say on here? No, that's weird. You'd think they would have the square footage on here. Anyways, um, it's a huge place, and so whoever did it, like, yeah, it was crazy. They put the, they should have opened up a different door. That's what they should have done. But anyways, um, what a great fucking set list, I know, right? So the set list that they had was, um, Soko Amaretto Lime Sink, The Archer's Bows Have Broken, Gasoline, Bought a Bride, Southern Season, Sick Transit, Gloria, Glory Fades, um, same one, and then the Quiet Things That No One Ever Knows, Limousine, the MS3 Bridge, You All Know, Degosser, Degosser, wonder how that's pronounced, sounds like it should be different than what I just said, okay, I believe you, my, but my Tommy Gun don't. You stole Vice's Jesus at the bottom. Welcome to Bangkok. Jude Law in the, in the semester abroad. My own worst enemy. A lit cover, which was awesome. Um, damn, I wish I I would have had. They would have had better cell phones. Like back when I saw this. Um, just because like the recording just wasn't that good back then. And then 70 times 7 was pretty much their like encore song so um what a great fucking set list i know right plus a cover by the lit little did i know how amazing this would be this was my first and only show at at the salt palace it was pretty lame how it was set up and i'll get to that later i'm going to this concert with my buddy Britton. it was one of our uh <coughs> it was one of our first shows in utah him as well i think we arrived at this show, as we were walking there, I am admiring the architecture of the building. I remember we arrived at the 
check-in and we had to walk. I mean, we walked, which seemed like forever only because, oh, it fucking was. My hip replacement is starting to hurt. Oh, yeah. I had a few of those, remember? I think this was actually right before my third one. We were taking breaks. Luckily, we had seats sporadically placed. Um, Luckily, they had seats that were sporadically placed, like, throughout the plate, um, this all palace. I get up and start to move. Wait, what? Is that Manchester Orchestra already going on? What the hell? We weren't, uh, we were not even halfway through. I try and speed walk as fast as I can. Brenton being awesome, the awesome person he is, puts me on his back and starts to run. We can see the door. We come to find out some fucking idiot put the concert in the farthest corner, but failed to have the entrance right fucking there open. Needless to say, we got our pre-workout before the show. We hurry and grab a bottle of water. Hashtag down it. No, that can't be real. Is that a spot up there? Stage right? Yeah, dude. I think it is, Brinson says. We go up. It's right by the front guardrail. Blessed again by the musical gods. We walk, we rock out to Manchester for a little bit. And then Jesse Lacey comes out and does a precious duet with Andy Hole. We were talking and this cool girl who was also an awesome fan comes up to us. She was in a wheelchair because she was injured in a horrible accident. So what do we do? We've had to protect her. And that's what we did. Um, And then there's some uh, pictures of Manchester Orchestra here. If you're following along. Um, And it was with Andy Hole and... Then right here is when they had the duet. I took a picture, and that's Jesse Lacey right there. Um, he has like a, he has one of those tambourines, like those. I think they're a six-sided. No, it looks like four quad quadruple. Sorry, tambourine. And then there's this uh picture that I have right here, and this is all brand new. Um, it's a pretty cool shot. I like it for people that are listening online uh it's got a spotlight and it's going right through in the back of jesse and then his bandmates on the left and right of him and the one on the far end and because that's just that's the side i was on was on the left the left side or stage right so um let's see here let me double check that the uh sound is still going good yeah looks like it's going pretty good um, let's see. Here we go. So these picks uh aren't the best. It's twenty ten, sorry about it. Like too bad they weren't like right now, they'd be a lot better. Uh they're a little blurred out. Uh but they're not super bad, a little grainy I guess. Um, boom. Brand new takes the stage, fanboying engaged. So um they start their set with one of my favorites, Soko Amaretto Line. This song, uh, this particular song reminds me of my relationship with my girlfriend. I'm going to stay 18 forever. Hashtag so we can stay like this forever. And then because you're just jealous because I'm young and in love. 18 forever. First kisses. Echoing 17, 18 year old. uh, Echoing my 17, 8 year old 
Romeo and Juliet syndrome heart, pretty much, um, is what that means. Uh, different hashtags on there. Uh, the crowd starts to get up and move a lot more. During the archer's bow have broken, then everything and everyone loses it on the quiet things that no one ever knows. So much so that a yak attack happens. She stopped the fucking show. I screamed at her and said, "If you can't handle heat, if you can't handle the heat, then get the fuck out." I would not, under any circumstances, usually do that, but she was a teeny bopper. Uh, could have crowd surfed out. Uh, don't jump in to a brand new mosh pit and expect it to be rainbows. Hashtag Jesus Christ, just saying. So I took a picture of it um, for the people who are online. So you see uh, I was right up against the bar and there's a dude with a mop bucket and he's cleaning up the puke that was right here. And I think there was some back on this side. And um, yeah, it was it was stupid. Because it took like an extra 20 minutes, you know, it was going to script the set because Utah has a curfew. I think it's at like, it was at 11 at that time. I think they have at 11.30 now. And it makes sense, but like for, I guess I don't want people being out that late. But if people are paying money and you're getting taxes like specifically downtown, like, I don't know. They should just let you do what you want until at least like midnight or one. I mean... Damn, people are up that late. Plus, they're spending money, you know, going out to restaurants. So, um, hearing and seeing Welcome to Bangkok are two entirely different experiences. I remember hearing the beginning of it and being like, oh shit, it's about to go down. And it did. This instrumental, so, um, this instrumental song is so damn clean. Meaning, if you take any part out of it, it would destroy the song. The progression, like the eeriness of it, is very captivating. I'm fanboying there, just wanting, anticipating the song, uh, the drop of the song. It gave me the chills writing it. The lights become dimmer and dimmer. It's starting. It's almost there. And then, ah, oh, it goes insane. Stage lights are flickering. You can feel the energy and, believe me, brand new, um... Did as, did as well, and um, I was ready to just jump over that rail and rock out with them on stage. I've done that with a few bands back in the day, but you get kicked out uh, for that shit now sometimes. I glance back behind me and see the chaos unfolding. It's a passionate sight to see. Wait, what is this? This is new. As it sinks in, uh, they're improvising, extending the song for about another two minutes. Damn. I wish I would have recorded that show somehow. Uh, let's see here. I believe I took a lot of everything in on that song. I'm glad I did because I have not heard that song at any other concerts I've attended. Hold up. Is that? No, it can't be. Can it? Yes, they're doing the cover of Lit, one of my favorite songs, really. Though it was everyone's. It was another song that I wish I would have recorded because I think um, they did that songs a few times on a tour. I think they had have one girl on YouTube that is just has like the beginning riff of it of my own worst enemy. Ha! Huh, so real time talk here. I just remembered thanks to F FB hashtag FB which is Facebook. 
that my buddy Brandon hit someone on a bicycle. Yeah, he died. We just left. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> no, he basically, uh, it wasn't anything horrible because the cyclist survived. We were turning right onto, I believe, 200 south downtown, and he was looking left. And totally did not see the guy crossing on the right. I was like, dude. He tapped him and he fell over. And Brian and I rushed out to make sure he was okay. He was luckily because it could have been worse. So um, I have a screenshot of the brand new concert at the Salt Palace Convention from Facebook. And it says, such a sweet concert. Tons of stories that night. From Britain hitting a person on the bike. Lindsay losing her ticket. A person throwing up at the concert. Britain and I. Um, up front helping protect this taking a wheelchair and then rocking out as hard as hell because brand new Manchester Orchestra rocks um, oh, I gotta take a drink really quick guys sorry yeah so that concert was it was insane like it was one of my favorite ones I've seen of them um, <clears throat> actually, I've loved all of them, but that one was a very interesting experience as far as being that close, because I haven't been that close on any of the other concerts I've been to, so let's see here, so brand new, September 21st, 2012, and this is at the University of Utah, uh, hashtag Redfest 2012, excuse me, sorry, <coughs> So at this Red Fest, um, it was, yeah, it was insane. I'm going to show the set list here for the people here that are watching. It's not going to be all of it because let's see if I can zoom out. There we go. Um, just hold on one second. My mouth just got really dry. I got to get maybe some, like, get some lemon juice or something. See if this will hurt, help my stomach really quick. All right, sorry about that. So the set list that they had was um, Millstone, The Archer's Bows Have Broken, Sewing Season, At the Bottom, You Stole, Tattoo, Sig Transit, Gloria, Glory Fades, Okay, I Believe You But My Tommy Gun Don't, The Boy Who Blocked His Own Shot, I Will Play My Game Beneath the Spin Light, Jude Law in the Semester Abroad, 70 Times 7, Jesus, Gosser and you won't know. So, um, before the show was announced, haha, it was the talk of the whole state. Well, for all the cool people, my newsfeed fucking flooded. The Facebook event page was blowing up with people asking tons of questions who, what, when, where? Are you fucking serious? And you know the normal things any lover of this band would say, myself included. I think I said the fucking one. <laughs> Being employed at the time and also having a love for music, I was usually de uh, I was usually designated to obtain all the info and updates as well as obtain tickets, which meant waking up a half hour early before the sale and refreshing the hell out of that ticket website for one minute straight before the tickets went on sale. You, al you always magically hoped a glitch or some shit would happen and you would get the first dibs. 
we heard that if you were a part of MUS, which is a student, um, which is a student, hashtag students, it was free with a plus one. What the fuck? Needless to say, I got the tickets. That night did not start out awesome. So um, that MUS is just uh, the student section. That's what they call uh, um, the University of Utah. Uh, my friends and I had some trouble getting there. Too many slow ass people. Hashtag Utah, come on. It was packed. Everybody who was anybody was there. I mean, on, uh, <clears throat> I mean, come on. It's fucking brand new. Our friend Kenny made it there early, got inside some generous soul, gave him a ticket. We all finally meet up. We get to the concert spot on, um, about a little hill on stage right with a tree on the left side. Second song, Archer, starts, and I can say, who's got the herb as I can smell it? You know, you get to that point where you're like a canine sniffing it out. Hashtag, I take pride in that. Well, these nice college kids to the right by me, well, two kids away had it. They heard me, then gave me a look and not, and offered it. I then took a hit and then offered it to my buddies. Some knew I smoked and others, well, they sure fucking found out then, huh? They looked at me and laughed. Laughed out not knowing what to say or think, and eh, I didn't give a fuck. I was just seeing my favorite band. I began to then pass it back around. He lights up another one. was like, dude, keep that glorious achievement unlocked. Achievement unlocked. From then on, oh man, what was already an awesome show was now even more awesome. I love being at concerts lit. It seriously makes music better in a way that your senses are heightened. And for me, I can feel you understand it a lot better. Get up on my level. Hashtag surreal experience that night. Things I would have never ever thought of I had uh, not been lit. If I had not been lit. Alright. So, next concert that I went to that I'll talk about was uh, Dashboard Confessional Brand New. This is October 24th, 2006 in Denver, Colorado. Colorado at the Magnus um, Arena. I think that's what it's called. And this was a MTV Campus Invasion tour. And so this concert, well, was an interesting one. I just moved from moved from home, which was Kansas City, Missouri, to the Denver area to go to college for video game design. Cool at the time. Very, very costly in the end. However, uh, quite quick I learned how awesome the Denver scene was for concerts. I was going crazy looking up and seeing how many concerts were coming around me. I remember one time I was going to, I think, five concerts in one month. That was hard. That was a hard month to convince my bosses. I had two jobs back then, working at Best Buy and at the Westwood Cafe to let me work, uh, to let me offer these concerts. Lots of switching shifts, paying co-workers off. You know that Devin charm. Hashtag fact-checking myself. I had gone to 19 concerts in one year, and one month was seven concerts within the end of February to the end of March of 2007. All but one band two nights in a row. I went to all by myself. Gangster shit, I know. Uh, however, this was one of the main reasons I was excited for. I was particularly new to that area in Denver. 
and to make matters worse, I could not find a parking spot where I would have not been towed. As I'm driving in my Silver 06 Mustang convertible with my brand new dash mix, it's a light rain, slight drizzle. Uh, the rain just starts to pick up. It's super humid though. My windows are fogging up. Using my sleeve to wipe the windows, the frost was not helping at all. So I rolled down the window and then that helped. And so I was sitting there driving and like it was a brand new area to me. We didn't really have GPS. Like I think I had bought a Tom Tom, but the maps weren't like super great. And so I got lost going down these streets and luckily I left like super early and I got there and was just looking for a parking spot. But since it was close to the college, like everything was like, Oh, can't park here unless you have this permit. Can't park here. Cause there was, it was rented out. So I was driving around looking everywhere for a parking spot. Um, but it was awesome because it felt like home for the first time. Let me tell you one thing. There's, Nothing like listening to your favorite bands while it's raining and you hear the droplets on your soft top. I remember it being awfully warm for it being in October because I was wearing shorts and a census fail baseball tee. And so I have a picture of that baseball tee on my Instagram. Um, not the Liquid Sessions one, but on my Liquid Air one. It's L-I-Q-U-I-D-E and then A-I-R. Um, so you can check that out on there, but I don't know. It was, it was pretty cool. Let's see here. I'll just go to it really quick for, uh, the people that are watching just so we can see what I'm talking about. Cause it was a pretty cool t-shirt. Um, let's see if it loads up. Yeah. So I'm going to log in really quick here as myself. Joe Rogan popped up as the first one. Um, it's insane. He's got a tattoo. Is that a brand new tattoo? Oh, crazy. Someone got that on their leg. That's insane. It has him like going down. It's got his face from like right under his knee. He's got three eyes. Um, you know, like the third eye, huh? Interesting. Sorry, okay. Um, go to my thing really quick by myself. Sorry for the listeners that are reading, but if you follow me along, you can check it out. I got some food up there, and then we'll go down. It might take a while. Hopefully, this loads up a lot quicker because it's clear down there. I'll let it sit there for a second. Um, for the people that are watching, I had this one right here. This is when I went snowboarding um, last year. And it said it was 5 degrees, but it felt like negative 2 on the Brighton Ski Resort Mountain. Oh, man, it was insane. I was so frozen. I got stuck down there. My homie, Brian, um, that helped on that 21 Pilots part, he... Um, like was waiting for me at the ski lodge for 45 minutes because I got stuck. I was like, oh, sweet, this powder looks dope. And then I went through it, and I sunk, like, over my belly button. And I was already tired. It was 
and I had to dig myself out, and that took like 20 minutes because I couldn't get up and get enough speed to get going because something was messed up with my board. My wax was just wasn't right or something because I wasn't moving at all. But let's see here now. People are watching online if this is loaded. Oh, what? It didn't load up. All that time just wasted. Maybe I won't show it because it's going to take forever. Depending on how far we get down there. Uh, come on. I don't know why my internet's slow. It's taking forever. Can I through the right one? Yep. Liquid sessions. It's on there. Anyways, we're not going to worry about it because it's taking forever to load up. So, um, this concert was an interesting one. Um... Like I was saying, and it did feel like home for the first time, which is cool just because of all the rain. And so as I'm walking around, um, which is about 20 or more blocks away from the arena, it was far as hell. I ran into these guys and asked, hey, man, are you going to do the fucking brand new show? And I replied, fuck, yeah, I am. Then they handed me a drink and a Gatorade bottle, but it quite wasn't Gatorade. It was dark and an amber color. Okay, mind you, at that time, I was not familiar with a lot of hard liquor at that point in my life, but it changed quickly that night. In hindsight, I probably should have not drank, you know, that Gatorade bottle from two complete strangers, but I felt I did not need to worry because there is certain trust among concert goers and especially fans of brand new. I don't know. I guess that's just me. Uh... They're, they're like, take a big gulp. So I did, and man, I was like, this takes me back to when I was 10. It's fifth grade all over again, and that's a different story. A freaking initiation by my friends back then. Well, it was whiskey. My little Indian belly wasn't pressured, uh, prepared. Anyways, I did it. They kept, they kept it going back and forth. I was doing baby sips, needless to say, uh, the University of Denver homies didn't fuck around. They told me to drink the rest. Very bad, horrible idea. I've made a huge mistake. Uh, like arrested development. And so, um, there I am, alone. Hashtag Indian Wolf trekking up to the entrance. Everyone knows. Not because I was thinking that, but because I'm fucking trash. I kept thinking I can't go into a college area smelling like whiskey. The event staff will know. I tried to play it cool after I stumbled around to get my ticket torn. But then, oh shit. Stairs. Fucking stairs. Are you serious? It was exactly like How I Met Your Mother Marshall Syndrome. But unlike Mark Marshall, I actually had a few flights of stairs. Um, which seemed like never ending. Never ending. They were all moving around. Slippery when hashtag slippery when wet. I get to the front and I cannot stand anymore. It's all coming back to me now. So casually make my way down, back down, probably about four stairs. I sit by the entrance to gain my composure. Yeah, I know. Not the ideal place to sit. Hashtag don't mind me. Woo! Brand new bitches, as I yelped. I'm sitting contemplating my life choices as of 20 minutes ago. 
I have to see them. I finally get a burst of energy. I am up to the first level. The first leveled out state of the area on the flights of stairs. Uh, from the first flight of stairs, I stumble back. And I luckily catch myself on the rail. Or I would have been gone for sure. As I was kicked out. Um, as in kicked out. As being brown drunk as hell. Uh, I would have just tumbled backwards right into the staff of people or the uh, the staff and people coming up to uh, the stairs. Praise Jesus. I get to my seat, which is slippity slide down to. I was about 40 minutes early. I'm there all alone in my row three, seat three. I must have passed out for a little bit because this fucker woke me up from my hibernation of inebriation, inebriation, and so, um, let's see here, I have a picture online for the people that are watching, I'll zoom in as good as I can, so it says dashboard confessional with brand new Magnus Arena, uh, the Richie Center, at, does that say CU, I don't know why it says DU, or Denver University, I guess. So it was not Colorado Side Park, Colorado University. I'm not sure. So you can see, it says row. And see, and so I had, I had uh, two tickets. And so that asshole, that asshole, like totally woke me up. So. We're going to go on a side tangent here. So I learned that night that my body is very interesting besides health-wise, but hangover and drinking-wise as well. I found out if I sleep for 15 to 30 minutes, my body somehow like detoxes and I am hashtag strong, if not stronger the next time I go around. It's pretty fucking badass, I'm going to say. Hashtag a huge plus too. I rarely get horrible hangovers and it's aw awesome. He taps me on the shoulder and he's like, dude, I think you're in my seat. And I'm like, no, I'm not. Drunk style. So he asks to see my ticket and then dumbass realize, realizes is the row behind me. I was pissed because I had just started my uh, hibernation. They eventually come down to my row in the middle of the show because I was seriously the only one in 10 seats each way. Yes, I usually get GA, but... It sold out quick, but hey, at least I got a close seat. The opening band, I was basically passed out. I have no idea who it was, and I could have cared less. Yada yada. Hashtag brand new finally came on. They had a new album coming out. The Devil and God are raging inside me. Release date of November 20th, 20, uh, 2016. Count them six days before my birthday. Lead singer J uh, Jesse Lacey then says, hey. You guys want to hear a new song off our upcoming album? The crowd screams. Something season initiated. I remember I was just standing there taking everything in. The lyrics, the progression. And then, yeah! Everybody lost their shit. I literally did. I fell over the second row and wanted to rush that GA as I'm not your friend. I'm not your lover. I'm not your family. Yeah. I was beyond stoked for their new album. 
Well, needless to say, by the end of their set, I was exhausted. I was up. I was hashtag ready to go. Then I remember, oh, damn, that's right. Dashboard Confessional was playing. Chris Carapas is awesome. I know this. High school, late night drive flashbacks, reminiscing that love. I was beat, so I did leave halfway through the set. Luckily, I was sober by then. Damn those kids. Um, so, yeah, that was um, a crazy concert. Um, I seriously, yeah, like going up those stairs, that one of the time most drunk I've ever been. Like, I have no idea what they mix it with. I think now, as I um, know the taste and the flavor of it, it was like Captain Morgan mixed with something. Um, but it wasn't like Coca Cola because it wasn't like extra dark. So I don't know what they put in it, but man, it knocked me on my ass, that's for sure. So for people following along, going to the next chapter, and if you're listening as well. So this is uh, brand new. This is the album purchase of The Devil and God Are Raging Inside Me. And this was in Westminster, Colorado at Circus City slash Best Buy. So... Um, on November 20th, 2006, release date of Devil and God Origin Inside Me. So, I woke up at 9 o'clock that, um, in the afternoon. I took a quick rock, rockin' out shower and headed up over to Best Buy in Westminster, Colorado. This was a store that I was currently employed at. I came in, did nothing, say hi to anyone, and went straight to the compact disc section, aka CD. I look up, I looked and looked, and nothing. I then broke my silence and talked to one of my friends in the media and asked what the fuck is, was going on. I then asked him to go to the back of the store, which I would have done myself, but I was off, di- off duty and that was a no-no. Maybe they did not put them out yet, I was thinking. He then came back and was like, dude, they're not here. Are you sure of the release date? Am I sure? Fuck yeah, I'm sure. This is one of my favorite bands. He was like, dude, calm down. Okay, well, you can go to Circuit City and check there. Well, shit, I said Circuit City doesn't open for another half an hour. Millennial kids, uh, Circuit City was a place that was overpriced and tried to compete with the likes of Best Buy and fucking lost every time. The only good sales they had were when they had going out of their going out of business sale and even then it was like shit i could get this at newegg for less to kill some time i went to the gas station and got chocolate milk i really i don't really eat breakfast so that was the only thing that sounded good well circus city open i raced and looked and looked and nothing not this again where am i driving now i then found a representative which referred me not to one but three other ones and asked pointing for the brand new's new album the devil and god raging inside me became a redundant tongue twister i was going insane for a little while thinking why the fuck is it so hard to find this do i need to drive to dever because i will then this beautiful girl found me she was dubbed the awesomeness goddess of my fucking nightmare morning i gave her five bucks for helping me i dead sprint to the counter, check out uh the the checkout counter and purchase 
my what I thought to myself an album brand new re- released early for me because my birthday was in six days haha <laughs> the things that we make up in our head about artists hashtag a weird parallel universe that we sort of n- sort of need I hop into my 06 silver Mustang Bose 460 surround sound and fucking pump that album to 11 track land one sewing season I pop into my CD player and see, uh, sit there. My mind is going a million musical miles per second. Thoughts ranging from, why is this album named this? I can feel Jesse's and Brand New's emotion. Hashtag classic Brand New progression. Damn, I bet if you saw me, hell, if I could have seen me. Rocking out to that first song and just loving the lyrics, the sound, the story, the emotion. Oh. It probably transpired me getting musically erect, using my steering wheel as a drum set and the best damn air guitar you've ever set your baby-making eyes on. After that song played, I hit repeat, and then I read slash interpreted inlaid booklet artwork lyrics while listening to the first song again. It's a routine I've had since I can remember. Hashtag rock out then interpret. While listening to Hashtag Jesus, it was like nothing I have ever heard before. Not just from the brand new, not just from brand new, but from any artist. It was all too fucking real. It made me question my faith, and the album title started to make more and more sense. I was hashtag patiently anticipating the devil's side of the album and the lyrics that would accompany, accompany that particular part of the album. The clash of hashtag Christianity, the despair, the struggle that can happen when you feel guilty for doing wrong against the religion you were taught, hashtag believe. You could feel their pain. It was fucking intense, that progression. Damn, one of the songs I had to repeat. Who am I kidding? I did it a lot. I teared up again. I don't even know why. Limousine played. And without knowing anything about that song and the meaning behind it, it was so somber. And I guess it had to do with a car crash with drinking. Maybe it was a friend. The lyric, I died for you one time, but never again. It fucking floored me. My own personal religious struggle. Hashtag so many questions. What was the countdown? Those fucking strings are killer. Hashtag, because I can dish it out, but I can't take it. The progressive outro, it was killing me on so many levels. Life was crazy. This particular album was even crazier. It is an island phenomenon album that for me is an hashtag tragic enlightening roller coaster of a ride. Hashtag I could go on forever on each song in that album. So, yeah, I totally remember where I was sitting um, when that happened. Excuse me, sorry, I had to take a drink. Um, Yeah, I was sitting right next to, um, let's see, probably two or three spots on the left side 
and by a light pole of where Circuit City was, like diagonal from where the door was. Um, yeah, that was crazy. I listened to that album, I think, one and a half times before I left, and people did watch me and see me when I was rocking out. I didn't give a shit because it was just so awesome because I wasn't, I wasn't able to go to back to my place and blast it because one of the roommates I had was an asshole, so that wasn't going to work. All right, so we have uh, Brand New and Hashtag Daisy. Uh, the album previously named in a and Dunhead Can Never Die. Yeah, I looked that up. Um, that was on Wikipedia, I'm pretty sure, where it said that. So, um, Monday, May 18th, 2015, and this is at 7.53 p.m. Mount Saturn time. What the fuck was that? I know what you're thinking, because I was thinking the same fucking thing. Hashtag we all were. The opening of the album, hashtag on Life's Highway, Opera Sermon Creepiness. Yes, yes, it was. It was something very out of the ordinary, and that was... The genius of brand new. This album is nothing like any other other no, nothing like any other other albums. It seriously is black and white. I was imagining that con uh that concert introduction with the opera. They're grabbing their guitars. Maybe some fog is being pumped onto the stage, and then that place just boom fucking explodes. All your dreams and creepy horniness erupts. It is so fucking raw, and I will convey that to whomever. That is what I love about this album. I explain um, this to a kid at church, and uh, we had about an hour-long conver- conversation, and then he stopped on hashtag Daisy. I said, then, wait, you mean to tell me after all of these awesome stories we just passed on each other, you stopped? I then began to explain to him, yes, it is entirely different. Hashtag Jesse Jesse Lacey took a step back and let the other band members do the writing. They have every right to do this. It was their fourth one, in my opinion. It technically followed the experimental album, hashtag fuck it, let's do it, timeline of an artist releasing studio albums. Being a lyricist, this album threw me through a loop. Maybe it was because Jesse took a step back, but man, it took a second to really understand this album. If you go back and listen to it, and I mean really listen to how fucking crazy, awesome, intriguing these lyrics are. I'll start out with the first song that was released through the newly rising dawn of the hashtag digital age format of music. Hashtag at the bottom. So I took a screenshot for the people that um, are listening and the people that are online. You can see that um, I took a screenshot and it just says just now. And so I did that back then on that day, Um, just right then because I knew I was going to use it for this probably. So it says some men, some men die under the mountain just looking for gold. Some die looking for a hand to hold. Well, 
I carry this box to its proper place, and when I lower it down, I let you fade away. I hope that you would do this for me. Hashtag brand new. So this song was intense. It was sad because if you knew about the whole hashtag beautiful disaster that went down with his former band Taking Back Sunday, you'd know that it ultimately destroyed everything within that friendship, but spawned brand new and straight light run. Hashtag a blessing in horrible disguise. Hashtag throw out your bouquet in there a lake and at the bottom you'll find all my friends pretty intense um one of the things that uh scared the hell out of me was you get to the end of gasoline and it always fucking happens at nighttime when you're almost sound asleep and you're counting your sheep and you hear the craziest fucking sounds hashtag annihilating those fluffy bastards Oh man, it makes you freak the hell out so much that you almost break your stereo because of it scaring you so bad. Or the beginning of Be Gone, Fuck, ha. Man, nice one, brand new. Really though, damn. Hashtag Jesus Christ. Hashtag Daisy. Well, the album title track is something else. It is pretty depressing, but it's something that needs to be heard, you know. It's something that makes you take a look at yourself, your situation. And for me, how low can one get? But why would I want to be down there? I've been there. It fucking sucks. But it takes you back. Back to the times that just made you want to give up. Make you want to give up. But then there's hope. It won't be a walk in the park. It will take time as most things. And then um, I have a lyric here. And it says, well, if we take all these things and we bury them fast. And we'll pray that they turn into seeds to roots and then grass. It'd be all right. It's all right. It'd be easier that way. Or if the sky opened up and started pouring rain. Like you knew it was time to start things over again. It'd be alright. It's alright. It'd be easier that way. And so that's from Brand New. Obviously. Um, Damn that song. It just makes me think. It makes me think a lot. The little child in me. It's speaking. It made me freak out. At the beginning. But then it made me remember that being a child was a shit. If I knew what I need now, I would have cherished those moments a lot longer. Made something of my childhood. See, that's the thing, though. This younger generation has the world at their fingertips. Hashtag opportunity all around. They can make millions overnight, but they lose out on being a kid. And that was the mystery of that small voice. Hashtag what was to become of this. Hashtag first kiss. Hashtag hold first holding hands hashtag first fight over toys first fight over girls or boys first adventures that were taboo fun crazy dangerous scraped knees broken arms leg mainly just a lot of adventures with imagination money does rule the world we all fucking know that we can see 
what it can do as in purchase consumerism go-getters the doers find out how that money can help people do good for mother earth change or destroy someone's life it's a powerful me thing fucking money man um this album was not about that but more about the fucked up shit that happens in the world the part that your younger parents failed to mention it'd be nice if everything could just wash away like rain make a new change your life it's not that simple though as you become older you start to question things lots of things you start to understand arguments fights dreams pain sorrow love loss heartbreak joy and finally death then hashtag a death of a parent which luckily i have not had but i have had a brother take his life It's just an amazing experimental album, which they took a huge gamble on. But if if you loved it or hated it, you still understood their intentions to a degree. But it would not stop your love for this dedicated cult following. Uh, I'm going to take a drink really quick again. Talking a lot. All right, so um, this next concert, I'm going to check volume, make sure it's still going here. Yeah, it's still working out good. And then you're following along, I'm listening to it right now, okay? I believe, or actually I'm listening to it. Good to know that if you ever need attention. That's funny, that's one of my favorite songs that I was talking about earlier. So, um... This is brand new, Saltaire, uh, Magna, Utah. This is April 10th, 2015 at 8.47 is when I wrote this. So this is real-time writing. This is what is happening. I might be hashtag disowned or whatever from the community of brand new, but as I'm waiting for my Facebook archive to download, I'm listening to Taylor Swift's Bad Blood. Her music video debuted today, so I've been crushing on that catchy pop brainwashing motherfuckers of pop p- uh, pop psychology. Hashtag dirty secret. I love pop. Baseline for uh, hardcore covers, really, though. That's what I think about. Like, when I'm listening to pop, like, they are always, they, like, are perfect, you know, to improvise and put that distortion on it. So, um, however, the whole time I'm thinking, damn, I will be with any of those bad blood, sexy chicas, cameos galore. Plus, I love how the music videos are evolving. It's about bloody time. Yet, read that with a British accent, eh? For me, the concert for Brand New started long, uh, started long ago in my head as I searched for the announcement. They were playing something new. What was it? I had no idea, but I was rocking out. Not a lot of people around me were. I later found out that the song was mean. It released hashtag three days later. I'd pick out the lyric I knew, so I just screamed, We don't feel a thing or anything, sorry. We don't feel anything. The song started off as some sort of 
creepy bowed, and then it turns to something you would never had ever expected for a transition to sink. It blew me away again, but this time it was more emotional. Passion pain was being projected. So, um, on the right, really quick, I have a picture, uh, screenshot of me, and it says, Yes, man, one of the most stressful things in my life. Laugh out loud. Refresh, refresh. Come on. What the fuck? Ah, yes, success. So, um, ordering their tickets, um, are always crazy. Um, and so I have a picture of it up here. I think it will be better if I click on it. Let's see. But I can't. The dumb thing is you can't zoom in. Like, they need to fix that on that. But, um, just has my order confirmation of, uh, this concert. And then I changed my cover photo to brand new's new one that they had at the time. And it's Jesse Lacey, uh, like in a, uh, He's like laying on the ground and his ass and legs are up in the air right by the bass part of the drum set um, for the where the kicks and the mic are at. So, um, all right, here we go. So, it fucking erupt the crowd and if I was in my younger days, I would have rushed that mosh I would have rushed that, moshed that, screamed that. Well, I did the last part. I sort of have something called a kidney transplant. I have to worry about getting uh, punched, you know, possibly hemorrhaging to death. Even though I love them, and I do, I always run in for like two circles and then phew, hashtag dev out. Not, um, not all saying that there is a possibility of, you know, not getting fucked up. It's always a possibility, especially with brand new in the Utah scene. Uh, so it was intense. It brought back memories of making new ones. Plus, I was pretty lit, which made it so much better. It does. No one can deny that. If they do, they're doing it wrong. I'm pretty damn good at knowing what song is playing within a couple seconds, especially on hashtag artists I love. It was gasoline. Oh man, I just love that first verse. So you tried to put the fire out, but you used gasoline. And when the congregation gathered around, you screamed, you, you're screaming, it wasn't me. And so um, the set list on the left side, um, I'll read that really quick uh, for people that can't see it since you're listening. So they played main, sink, gasoline, millstone, you won't. No, Sick Transit, Gloria, F Glory Fades. I will play my game beneath the spin light. The quiet things that no one ever knows. Okay, I believe you, but my Tommy gun don't. Mixtape, Untitled 4, Missing You. At the bottom, you stole Brothers, Sewing Season, Luca, the Gosser and Jesus and then Soko Amarillo line. So it was just a fucking raw song. That song Gasoline. Like the Daisy album it is. It's a painful heartache album all around. From obviously the instrumental part with the lyrics as well. They complement each other very well in my opinion. The song though, I wonder what Jesse Lacey's Gasoline is. 
you know, just all those lyrics, if you go back and read it, and you think, like, what his gasoline is, it, I don't know, makes sense. So, uh, once the song Sick Transit Glory came on, Solitaire turned into a sexy cult club. Everybody was moving to the beat. Damn, a bass line. Singing the whole song. Split singing parts all around. Up the stairs, the station where the act becomes the art of growing up. Boom, it fucking explodes. Then it chills out. It goes back and forth till the end of the song. I'm screaming my 18-year-old high school fanboying heart out. Hashtag die young and save yourself. Remembering what it was like to hashtag lose my virginity. As I had to walk up stairs in my hashtag real life of active growing up. Exactly a week before the concert in Utah, social media was posting these hashtag limited badass booklets. I had done this. I remember in their album booklet, if you want the lyrics, um, send money here. Basically, some lucky son of a bitch has my first present booklet in Broomfield, Colorado. And so, um, it has an alternative press here. It's a screenshot. And it's me doing one of um, Facebook. And it says, what the fuck? My address obviously changed since then. Brand new booklet. Lyrical booklet. Devil and God are raging inside me. And it says, could brand new finally be sending out those devil and God raging inside me lyrics? Um, or either way, this is, is some crazy, sadistic, elaborate prank or brand new activity monitor is off the charts right now. So um, this booklet that they have, um, I have a picture of it. I'll describe it to you. Um, it's just barely super black. And then um, it has an imprint, and it says lyrics to the devil and God are raging inside me. And then I put my admit one ticket that we had from the parking spot, as well as the um, ticket itself that I bought, and then the booklet behind it. And so I bought two of those booklets, and I think I say about that. And then this picture here it says what a phenomenal show brand new is amazing and so are the uh despercitos i really uh relived high school again and how knocking fucks it was great times with awesome people um and then i have some friends on there and then i have a pretty cool picture of them with their lights and then they had some like uh asian you know, like lantern balls um, on the left side and then the spotlights and stuff everywhere. And they had two drummers, uh, one with a smaller set. And so um, I also had heard that they were selling those limited booklets at the concerts as a second press. So I bought three. Uh, I gave one to a friend and kept two. Was it one of my favorite car concerts? Yes, it probably was. I had an amazing experience. Why? Probably because I knew that I was going to become hashtag split from my friends. I'd have to make temporary temporary concert friends, which is easy because you are all um all one. It should be that way. Luckily there was 
not many douchebags in the pit, but I wasn't jumping in. I was experiencing it in a continuing documentation for myself and for Liquid Sessions. I love all these um, bands and these chapters, and Brand New took that spot for number one. Haha, so in life, kids, you make mistakes. You second-guess yourself, which most of the time you should just go through instinct. I knew that it played a song I had not heard when they opened up at Saltair, so this post is a huge lie. For once, Utah heard a song before Colorado. However, Brand New did delete all their Instagram photos and posted a new photo promo of April 8th, 2015, so... On the left side, uh, describing for those people listening, the screenshot, um, let's see here, and it says, from Alternative Press, it says, I hate how Utah has a bad rap on the crowd in the intensity that they can bring to to the artist's performance. Why the hell didn't they play a new song at our show? Oh well, I still love you brand new. And it says, watch Brand New play new song Sealed to Me on Alternative Press. And so that's actually on April 16th. That's what this says. So this is um, April 8th. Why did I? Oh, that's when they did their photo promo. That's what it was. Never mind. I was like, I thought I did that wrong. Right. And so the last picture that I have right here. Um, it's Jesse Lacey like crying. He's got the flowers on the microphone going up the stand and halfway into the part, the boom that's going towards your face of, uh, red and pinks. Um, looks like maybe some red in there too. And he's got his, uh, both of his hands over his face, like in a V on his nose, you know, and he's like, sort of just crying you know, because he knows that it's ending, um, you know, back then, and it says, Jesus Christ, that's a sad face, is what I put on there, so, um, that is brand new, you know, all these rights are reserved, screen grabs are from respective owners of YouTube, Facebook, Last FM, Alternative Press, um, Facebook, I should delete that, um, pictures by me, from Devin Christensen, so you can put some comments in there if you want, post it, that Pinterest thing doesn't work, I don't know why it's there, I still need to try to figure out how to delete that, so, um, just showing people online, going back to the top here, so check it out, you know, um, I'll be doing these read-throughs for the rest of these, for these bands through this pictography, um, and then, you know, if uh, Sir Richard or Holly Branson are listening, then, you know, this version Disruptors is right up your alley. It's for music. I have the layout, the business plan, ready to go. Um, also, check out my website, liquidsessions.com. Um, you can click on this About Me tab, read about me a little bit more in depth. Um, right now, you know, I'm on dialysis, so... Dialysis is a bitch. I'm a survivor of 17 treatments of chemotherapy of lupus, SLE type, and I've had four hip replacements. 
and quite a bit of other health shit. And so I'm currently on hemodialysis awaiting my second kidney transplant. So if you're type B blood or I think I can do A, B, and then O, but usually type B works the best, uh, then uh, hit me up my contact and you can give me your kidney and that would be, I'd be super grateful and yeah. Um, anyways, I hope you guys are having a great week and love you and, uh, wish you guys all the best. Um, try to accomplish any goal you want to do. Like if you want to do a podcast, you want to start talking. If, uh, if you want to come on here and talk to me about a couple of certain shows you've been to or some of the bands I've talked to and some of the concerts and the experiences that you've had, I definitely would do that or talk to any of my friends that want to come on and talk about a certain concert. Um, I will do some guests here uh, shortly. It won't be for a little bit, though, because I'm going to get through all these chapters. And, um, excuse me. Um, yeah, so check that out and um sorry i'm burping from that lemon water i guess um so check that out go to liquid sessions um i'll start putting these up on my channel and hopefully have at least you know three to five uh launch so you guys can check it out while you're waiting and um looking at different things so um thank you for listening like I said, um, keep uh, awesome energy going. Do your best, and you know, keep being, keep being you, and trying to change the world however you can, and hopefully for the better. And hope you guys have a great night, day, or whatever astrosphere you're in. Have a great one.